All right, everybody, I'm over here. I don't even think this, this microphone works like that, but I'm out here at uh, uh, Central 111, uh, where I am opening doors for people. Yes, I'm the doorman. And uh, I just got off a, a, a call here and Colin, Social Podcasting Network. So here we go. Social Podcasting Unlimited. You're listening to Social Podcast Unlimited on Talks and Babbles, uh, presented by Hakeem Ali Bokas Alexander and whoever chooses to join me here on Colin, the social podcasting app uh, presented uh, for, uh, well, what is this show here? Oh, yeah, Talks and Babbles in association with Uniquilibrium. Usually, Sarah Del Valle is a guest here. Uh, what I'm going to do now is invite uh, some of the folks here. Let's see. Uh, let's see if Angie and Sean are online. Um, who else do I got? Um, I can invite uh, uh, Curtis if he likes. Let's see. Uh, Terry. Uh, who's Joshua Walker? Um, or Stoopy. Uh, Derek is here. Mr. Two Extra. Sarah Del Valle. She's supposed to be my co-host. Um, and where's Brady? There's Rudy. And let's see. Uh, maybe uh, Samantha there. And uh, let's see. Brad. Uh, Vlad left earlier. Uh, there's Lance. Um, and uh, I didn't see Brady. Let me check here. We get Brady. Um, oops. Brady Crow up in the house. There's Brady. And uh, that's about it there. All right, look at that. The camera's still, <clears throat> still on. I'm probably looking at the top of my head. So I got called in here. It's almost 1 o'clock in the morning. It's 12.56. I got called in here to um, Central 111 here at 401 North uh, Great Neck Road. Um, and it gets to the 111 from the fact that it's Sweet 111. Right down the road there, you have uh, the other uh, sister partner bar, which is Venue. And let's take a look inside. It's karaoke night here. Actually, you know what I, what I discovered was that this camera has a feature where you can flip it around. Bada bing, bada boom. So let's take a look. So we got the inside. empty right now but usually it's quite a, an elaborate place here it's nice I know that was a little jarring, but
But that, look, it's only four minutes at the first beginning of the video, right, guys? What's going on here? So, the, and this is the outdoors where uh, um, where I'm working. Lots of cool uh, places out here. So, checking it, checking it. All right. So, oh look, one of my favorite cars. That's the Hyundai Elantra. Those things are dope. I want to get the the N type, the Hyundai Elantra. That's definitely my favorite car so far. So, all right, let's get this going here. Let's get this show on the road. There's Lance. So Lance, I'm going to bring you up to speaker here. Um, I'm going to turn my camera around. Flip. There we go. What's up, Lance? All right. So this is uh, what I this title is uh, Social Podcasting Unlimited. I did invite you to speak if you wanted to, so you can be up on here without having to be in a caller's queue. But that's totally up to you. Uh, you do not have to come on video if you don't want to. Of course, it's everything is your option. But here we are, sir. So it looks like you're the first to make it. What say you, sir? Oh, uh, I'm glad I kept my 2005 Toyota. They just did the best cars going and lights. All right. That was interesting. What just happened there? Lance was talking and then he <clears throat> fell asleep. Or he got kicked out. There you go. So... What about your car, Lance? We're showing your car or something, but I'm like, I have a beat up old uh, Toyota, still runs great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not my car. It was actually. Uh, uh, What's up, brother? It might be. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, yeah there are a lot of cars in the parking lot, so it must be. Oh. Um, no, well, that, I was talking, sorry, sorry, Lance, I was talking to somebody else. I'm working the door, so it's going to be a lively, uh, check this out. Yeah, so this is where I work. Uh, Lance. Oh, at a club? Um, yeah, I work. It was a bar. It's much like a club because it has a dance floor and a big table that girls dance on a lot. So, um, but yeah, I'm a doorman at this place called Central 111. That's my uh, that's my night job. That's that's how I play Batman. By day, I run my martial arts school, and by night, I guard the door. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. I'm going to be getting back into booking some bands shortly here. So I'll be talking to, I'll be talking to some more bar owners and club owners. Well, bar owners. Well, club owners. The the entertainment industry is fantastic. I like working in the business. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Lance, tell me about what you got going on. What, what, What are your plans that you were talking about earlier? 
when uh, I, I, at least twice a day I heard you speaking it once in your room when you opened it up and then again when you jumped by the uh, Kanye's Breaking Free talk I had featuring Jenny Hatch oh, oh. and now uh, you are talking about your nonprofit. Oh, no, yeah, no, I was just talking about how part of a tangential thing about doing fundraiser for something specifically tangential to that and the idea of diverse bands I was talking about. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it seemed to be, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty psyched about it. And so is my uh, business mentor. She gave me the, my marching orders about what I need to do to appeal to the grant writer. But she said, boy, she said, this is like, she, she did say it's the best, like uh business proposal that she's seen, you know, and it was, you know, it's, 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 it's longer than an executive summary, but it wasn't the full thing. And so she told me what I need to, you know, focus on and add to. And uh, yeah, so I, yeah. So we'll see. Do you feel like you're making like that's progress for you? That you- oh, big, big, big time, big time. You know, uh, now I have no guarantees yet. But yeah, of course. But she said that basically what she said was because I went through the whole template. We you know of all the stuff I did that at first, but I had a proposal from years ago that I put together, and I kind of knew what I wanted to do or what to focus on. Just from and now years later, I, I put you know just kind of dusted it off and I updated it, whatever. And <clears throat> excuse me. And so, um, so when I went through. You know, just Google online how to do a business plan and business proposal. And so I'm looking at it, like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, I got that covered. Yep, I, I know I got to do on that. Yep, I know I don't have that yet, but I got to do that. And so, she, and then today she's like, yeah, so uh, I haven't spoken to her for several weeks. She said, yeah, I reread your, uh, you know, the proposal that you sent me. And she goes, you covered pretty much all the bases that you need to cover. Now, here's what you got to focus on. Here's what you need to tweak. Here's what you need to add, you know, based on what I had done. So it's just a matter of elaborating on what I already gave her. So, uh, and she said that, she said, wow, it's a really great, you know, put together plan. Very, she said, focus and detail. I, you know, I'm like, yeah, I've been thinking about it for years. So it's just getting it all down. Uh, and she, uh, she said, especially for someone who never, you know, never did a proposal like that before. Now, I've helped run businesses. I've been supervisor. I've owned my own cab. I've kind of run my own uh, crews when I've had gigs, but I've never had a specific, you know, business business with spreadsheets and all that. Not that any one thing is complicated, right. but I never did it. But it's, it's just a different thing because you can run a business like I run a business, but not have it be conforming to a certain standard of what a lot of larger businesses and corporations may have in place. I mean, like, you know, because it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. But I can see I can what I'm understanding from what you're saying is that the proposal that you made more seems to be more in conformity with some of the standards that are set more in mainstream of, of uh, initiating a business in a nonprofit. Does that sound like right to you, what I'm saying? Well, no. Well, here's the thing, and this is what I was able to, uh, you know, to do is to put together what is it's my unique vision, but I'm not reinventing the wheel. I'm not the first person that said, let's do a business and have the money go to a cause, you know. But, uh, but the unique way I came about the, the original proposal and just putting the different things together uh, was, I thought, unique, you know. But also make it so that it's plausible and feasible because that was the original idea was not not because I would have gone to 
a banker to have to convince them and the mainstream that it's got to work, but just because it's got to work, you know? So in other words, literally, because as the, as I put it in the thing to make it, you know, sound uh, uh, mellifluous or whatever, and, you know, to make it sound punchy as the pie available to nonprofit do-gooder types, I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, uh, you know, from grants and government dwindles. So that's already, that was in the mid aughts. That was, you know, over a decade ago, that was happening. They were obviously going to squeeze everything out for profit. There wasn't going to be anything left for whether it's through government or whether it's through uh, nonprofits. It's going to be billionaires going to Mars now, you know, and it was similar thing back then. It wasn't going to be helping folks too much. So anyway, uh, the idea is let's start businesses, viable businesses that will, you know, sustain themselves, right? Because they're going to be a profitable business and we won't have to worry about, getting a handout from government, getting that, that, that budget that's got to be renewed in the state or the federal government or the, 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 the philanthropies. We got to depend on rich do-gooders to keep do-gooding. Well, you know, let's just do our own thing. We need the original money somewhere. Yeah, sure. Grants, government, whatever we can scrape together. But whatever we do, we're going to make it a profit-making outfit that's run like a professional business so that it will be able to sustain itself, pay everybody with good wages and benefits within the organization itself and have them plenty left over to distribute to uh, other, you know, groups and organizations that need help, you know, homeless shelters or whatever, whatever, arts communities and everything in between, you know. It's a very lofty goal. It sounds good. I'd, uh, you know, myself would love to have um, that continue to be my legacy. It's it's what I'm doing now, actually. Um, my, my, yeah. my job and my business both just pay for me to keep all of my uh, educational efforts online and uh, and eventually all of that data that I already have downloaded to be published into more hard copy material. Yeah, well, you see, I, you know, again, this isn't this isn't anything brand new, but my uh, my thing is that I have very professional attitude. I have a very strong, I think, business head, you know, even though I've, you know, I've, I've, I've strung by on working for the man, you know, blue collar jobs. I've Any little ventures I've done, I've broken even. Maybe I made a, literally a few bucks, you know, but no, I, I've never really yeah. been a successful businessman. But when I talk to businessmen or when I talk to people and I've just read about entrepreneurs, I have that mentality. So I say, yep, yep, yep. I could run a business. I've, I've run businesses that were, I took more seriously the business that I've worked for, a restaurant, a I was a cab dispatcher. Man, just by answering the phone right, I, I got this guy thousands and thousands of dollars worth of business on the weekend because they were just ignoring the cash work for doing uh, Medicaid. But I said, look, on weekends, there's not much Medicaid work. How are you going to keep blah, 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 whatever. So, I mean, I can, I can I, you know, I'm good at marketing. I'm good at PR, good talker, all that stuff. And so I knew I could be a good business person. But here's the thing. I'm a bohemian Radical lefty, uh, you know. I mean, uh, my days of having dreads down to my shoulder, literally down to my shoulder blades, and wearing a green band, a green, you know, uh, a cap. What do you call those things? A green beret, literally. Not, not an official one. It's one I found laying around. My hipster days are gone. I dress, you know, uh, like I, I have nice, funny, funky T-shirts. But yeah, anyway, I'm not trying to act anything less than what I am, which is an older, older dude a little bit. I dressed in jeans. You wouldn't know I'm this old. My point, though, is, is that I don't. I'm not in the business world. I'm not networked with business people. I'm not a guy in a cubicle. I need. How how am I going to be like? I'll use this example. 
like Steve Wozniak. He wasn't exactly sitting in a basement, but almost tinkering around with computers and inventing this genius thing. And believe me, Steve Wozniak would never have been as rich as he was, even though Steve Jobs maybe took advantage of the financial shit without having the visionary of Steve Jobs. So I have a little of both, but basically, I'm the guy in the basement who has a great idea, but unless I have somebody legit, somebody established, somebody that knows how to, like this lady, who can connect me with bankers or to get the proposal to the right grant people, it's not something I'm, I'm hooked into. I'm not hooked into that world. I have been. You know, I mean, when I put out a magazine right back in the day and I was a young hipster, even with my, you know, uh, bandana or whatever, yeah, clad in my, my uh, dreadlock because it was a bunch of artsy, fartsy, uh, you know, uh, uh, boutiques and stuff downtown. And there was a kind of a weekly alternative uh, newspaper that my friend was a, a, an editor there and a writer. And there was and another friend of mine was a, was a writer editor. They both were writer editors, actually. And so I knew the crowd and I, I hobnobbed with the hipsters, the, you know, the rich hipsters and all that stuff. It's just not my thing so much, you know. Uh, and even that was more just with kind of like hipsters that lived in suburbia, limousine liberals, as opposed to real like button down banker types. Anyway, so the other thing is, I'm sorry to take Did you off, just but, say limousine liberals? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? The old term we used? Back in the day, this is like there's nothing new under the sun about these like 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 lefties that act more like fascists. We call them friendly fascists and the hip wazee. You ever heard of those terms? No. Like oh, so, yeah. hip wazee. Hip wazee would be like bourgeoisie. Exactly, but they're the hipsters. They're the limousine liberals. They're the Chardonnay drinking uh, every every year, every every two year cycle. They add another letter to the LBGTQ thing. They add another line: Black Lives Matter. This Lives Matter. Up, up, up. They ha- they have to make their sign longer for the front yard so they can go on the back in the back porch and ignore the real dirty world and uh, drink some Chardonnay and go back to brunch types. That's the limousine liberal. That's the hip wazee, right? The friendly fascists. See, they're 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 a step ahead. They're they're one grade above because they wear sandals. They don't bathe that often. The women grow their armpits long, and the uh, and the and the and they and the men are sensitive. They eat quiche, and they they they're nurturing and, and hold babies, and uh, wait, and wait, uh, and they don't. Pick. Lance, the men eat quiche and they hold babies, and they're sensitive. This is a problem somehow. No, 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 but it's a religion, and, and if you're not okay. like that, and if you're not like that, and you're a meat-eating union guy who wears a hard hat, and, uh, you know, and talks, you know, and smokes a cigar, I can't relate to you, it doesn't matter if we're on the same team or on the same ideology, you've got to have all those traits, you see what I mean, and, you know, you've got to be vegan, you're vegetarian, they might tolerate you in, 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 in you know, in, in impolite company, but to be really down you better be vegan all the way. If, if you're a meat eater, oh my God, so many levels. You're you're just so many levels of evil. And so that's the, so the hip. The, so the friendly fascists, they do everything right. They never hurt anyone. They love all people. They never piss unless they need to. They wear sandals. They bike and use public transport. They don't own a car. So they do everything so perfectly. That, that they're better than everybody else. And you cannot argue with these people any more than you can argue with the tinfoil hat people that are the – the flip of the coin is the people that are real stupid and ignorant. But the people that are really smart and ignorant, and like I said, that, 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 that's, the, uh, that's the friendly fascist. So when you get into a room, this is why I went my own way. I worked with some wonderful groups on the left, organizations. But mostly I did my own thing because you get in a room and 11 people out of 12 agree, but one person 
person is offended because that kind of music trigger it, it's the same thing as now only it's on steroids now oh I'm sorry and so you can't get 12 out of 12 and it's got to be unanimous if one person disagrees you can't do it because we all have to sing kumbaya on the same exact pitch or we can't do anything and fuck it's the same fucking shit generation after generation and that's what we have now only it's even worse now wow well um it certainly seems like there are a lot of obstacles to getting the things done that we feel are important but you not know, for I yours truly some, well that's what i'm saying i was just about to say that that but what you're doing your efforts that you're putting forth that you're wanting to to share seems like a step in the right direction so well you know what it is Hakeem, and, 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 you know, not to go off, but I think I'm saying some salient thing, but it's like this. The barriers you're talking about, perfect example. Uh, like when at my Yippie convention, I think this guy was like CIA type guy. I really do, because he had a Pinkerton badge and all that. We got to figure out a way to bring Exxon to its knees. I'm like, then what? What are you going to do? Are you going to kill them all? Are you going to jail them all? They're not going anywhere. What are you going to do with their money? Are you going to take it like people would do, you know, and take all their billions? Make them what? Give, let them keep what? Uh, 10,000, 100,000, take the other 10, 20 billion of all these people and distribute it freely out of a helicopter? Who's going to get it? How are you going to do it? You know, so fine, I want to break them up too, but, but my point was build your own system. Do your own thing. Do your own windmills and uh, solar and do whatever you can do to do whatever you can do to, to not use, to get off the grid. So you don't use ExxonMobil, right? So in other words, economically, you can't get a business. You can't get a loan. You have a smart idea like me, right? So if you can't get the grid, well, then you start a business and a worker co-op and you get 20 people to put in a few hundred dollars each. You all own it together because nobody, one person, not even five of you don't have enough money. So you do that. You do things that are going to build your own system alongside and outside of the system, which is why, like RBN and like everybody else is realizing, I'll vote. I'll even work. I've even worked for, you know, local campaign. I'm, you know, here and there for, you know, knocking on doors. But that's got to get the politician. Even if he's 100% peachy, well, he's one of how many? 20 con uh, council people or 100 senators or however many, you know, then you've got to get him and how, how many people that agree that he's with. But if you just do your own fucking thing as a private or, you know, nonprofit, it doesn't have to be, you know, I don't mean private, yeah. not a profit, but private thing, man, your own, that's why I said, that's why I'll book my own goddamn band. So somebody's not going to tell me, oh yeah, man, the blues and the English folk rock's great. Uh, punk rock, maybe, but oh my God, you're going to have a head banging, you know, a uh, heavy metal band. They're so white, white supremacist types. It's like, fuck you. I'm having all of them and they'll get together on, and they'll be listening to music and they'll be, there'll be a lot more peace and love than trying to get them to get around politics. But anyway, I'm ranting. No, you're um, you're speaking your passion, and I'm glad to hear it. And um, what I'd actually like to do, Lance, is at uh, some point in time, um, I would appreciate it if you wanted to, if you would um, maybe prepare uh, this for a show where I could interview you and just basically talk to you about um, about what you're doing and and get the message out maybe maybe even like you organize yourself like you're going to be interviewed by you know one of the top-notch you know uh 
you know, newsrooms in the world. And, and then we just have a talk about it. So maybe you take notes and you maybe have some index cards or however you want to do it. And so you can have like bulletin, maybe even send me a copy of it beforehand so we can do something uh, nice and super organized around your idea. Because uh, I'll tell you what, one of the things that's necessary when you start to go further is to have something that's clean and organized moving in that direction so that you can present to people. Anyway, um, that's an idea. Yeah, let me stop. Again, because, you know, I go on for hours, right? So, yeah, 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 let me stop there. And you know what I could do is I could – it takes about 10 minutes to read. I actually timed it. It takes about 10 yeah. minutes to read through it. I could send you the, you know um, – Yeah, well, send send me a link or whatever you have in the back channels or I'll send me your email and then I'll, I'll, I'll email you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you my email in this yeah. link and then you can email me. You bet. And I can email you because yes. it's right there. I just got to hit a button because I figured out how there to do go. that. Exactly. So, All cool. right. Now go. Are you going to leave? Are you going to leave, or what do you want to talk about next? Because I'd love to um, switch subjects well, to whatever you want to talk about. Well, I do for now. Um, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you do? Because uh, I got summoned over to Discord. Are you on Discord? Because not the Pangburns, but a completely different group of people. Some lovely ladies and some other friends over there. I tried so, to hook it up, but I couldn't do it. It wouldn't let me in. I don't know. I'll figure. I'll try to do it again and download it. And try to get in there. All right. Well. Um, I will send you the link for that in the back channels. And if oh, you cool. can come over, uh, come over there. So it's a lovely bunch of people. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just got to go and uh, say what's up. All say right, cool, bit. cool. Yeah. Cause I got to go do some stuff too. And the late night chores here before I go to bed. And so, all right, all right cool. Man, but I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Yes, sir. Take care. Yeah, I'll send you that when you send me the email and we'll do all that. Sounds good, man. Thank you. All, all right. Later. Yep. Peace out. Take care. Take care. Yep. All right, that was Lance, everybody. I call this room Lance Unlimited now. And uh, if you're listening to this recording, then you've already heard from the beginning what just transpired. So uh, I'd like to hook up with Lance. So that's great. I just met a couple people tonight. Um, I'm going to talk to Brady Crow next. Um, some people who are being, you know, a little bit pushed to the periphery in this community. And I'm not taking any sides. The only side I'm taking is my own, in which I am going to be... Uh, giving these people a voice um, and a different voice. I mean, at least a platform, at least where they can share the stage with somebody else um, and uh, not have to, you know, be, be pushed down. So um, I, I have uh, so far, I'm going to talk to, to, to Jenny Hatch, to Lance here and Brady Crow, if he also agrees that uh, at different times, I'm going to do that. So this is a note that I'm making here for this recording, just so I can uh, listen back and hear what Lance has to say, uh, so I can set up our interviews in the future. So this is Lance Unlimited right now. I'm Hakeem Ali Pokus Alexander here on the call-in app uh, presented for, uh, let's see, what is this? 